You do have a shiny forehead. <laughs> We're still going live. We're live. Hey, good evening. Everybody. Hello. Very shiny forehead. I'm very sorry. I don't, know I don't think it looks that shiny. I think we're both starting to look brown from the summer, so all is good. The summer that has it's been, summer. what, 24 no, hours? No, this is the second summer. We had a summer about three weeks ago, didn't we, for a long weekend. Mm. And then it went cold and miserable and rained again. And now uh, it's back. And now it's back. So this is summer part two. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Ask an Expert. If you have never joined us before, my name's Emily. This is Alan. Say hello, Alan. Hello. And we are both halves of the outside I nearly did a proper 80s joke then. When you said, say hello, Alan, I nearly went, hello, Alan. The fact I'm talking about what I nearly did, I think is worse than if I'd actually done it. Sorry. Anyhow, so, so this is asking expert number 62. Number 62, where has that come from? Where has that, where, where has that it's come from? It's disappeared out of nowhere. No, it has, it has. I mean, it, it still feels bizarre, but we had Christmas off, actually. I still can't believe, no. you know, it feels like we shouldn't be this far So, around. as always, if you're watching live on YouTube, a big welcome to you. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. If you have any burning questions about your outdoor wedding planet, it might be big, it might be small, it might be, I don't know how to... I do think sometimes because we write just, that. Just no, no, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do. I, I'm agreeing with you though. But uh, sometimes we go ask us anything, and yeah. actually, I think that's too broad. Like it could, it literally could be, you know. We've had how how do you fluff up a paper pom pom up to how do I lay out a field? Where do I put cars? How do I deal with um, family members who are a bit of a pickle? Yeah, we've had everything. What do we have the other week? Well, I've got four months to go. What should I be doing? Yeah, how do I? What do I put in my marquee if I'm having a marquee? How, what kind of time frame should I be looking at? Anything at all? Yeah. Um, do how feel long free. do I have the bouncy castle for? We've had before. Bouncy castle. Yes. So any questions at all? And actually, we say this like even yes, this is tailored towards brides and grooms and couples getting married. But even if you're a supplier and you're new to the industry or you're not new and you've just got a bit of a question that you think could uh, benefit everyone then please do ask away so anyway welcome 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 um if you are watching live or you're watching on youtube today if you'd love to give us a thumbs up that'd be amazing we always appreciate a thumbs up and of course down here below here if you're watching on playback i don't think it's on whilst we're live yeah no it's not basically yeah subscribe to the channel please subscribe button down below we'd absolutely love that and feel free to chat because we do this live it does create its own kind of chat stream so you know if you are watching don't start that because we're both talking. Don't, we'll have a domestic on camera. Um, and if you are watching, please do say hello. 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 Um, if you're watching or if you're listening even on podcast this evening, good evening to you all on podcast. We hope you're well wherever you are listening. Um, if you, what do they do on, on podcast, Alan? Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud, we have loads of listeners on SoundCloud, bizarrely. Mm. SoundCloud's huge, did you know? Um, then give us, a, give us a heart, give us a love. Um, you know, free, feel free to follow us on SoundCloud. Awesome. If you're listening on podcasts on iTunes, mainly is where we're at. Uh, then please do leave leave us some uh, a rating and a review. Uh, yeah, that would be truly appreciated. Thank you very much. And share. No, do you know what? None of that. If you like what we talk about and you like what we say with outdoor weddings, then please. Tell a friend. That's what I'm asking oh, tonight. Tell, tell a friend. friend and invite them along. Right. So what are we talk about this evening? Uh, we've got three things. I did a quick live into the Outside Bride group uh, a couple of hours ago. We've got three main things tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the launch of an exciting competition. We've got some tickets to give away to a 
outdoor wedding. I went blank. I was I, I was torn between festival and outdoor wedding. That's why I got, yeah, that's why I got confused. So an outdoor wedding festival, wedding fair that's coming up next Easter weekend. Uh, so we've got some two tickets to give away from that. So we're launching that. We're going to tell you a bit more yeah. about that. The event's not on Easter weekend. It's the weekend after, darling. It's the 27th. <laughs> Big sigh. Anyway, anyone who's listening, I sighed. I dropped my oh. shoulders. Easter's this weekend. Isn't Easter it? is this weekend. It's I, the weekend after. Parents, you'll get me. And we, you know, don't, what? don't play the parent card. No, no. Time. I was just going to say we love our kids. We love them being home for Easter. But it's fair to say, we due look to, forward to school time. No, 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 no. I don't look forward to school time due to sickness and illness. This one's been a little bit tough, and I feel like I'm paying the price for it. That's all. That's all. I won't say anything else about being a parent. Um, apart from I love it. Um, so, yeah, next weekend, weekend after Easter. Uh, so we're going to tell you a bit more about that, and we're launching that tomorrow morning. I've just pretty much done it all, haven't I? Apart, from, apart from saying where it is and what it's called. Yeah, we'll go back to the We'll come back to that. Then we're going to talk about, so the planning sessions, which we've, uh, is basically, Emily and I, we like to think we know a lot about outdoor Well, weddings. I hope so. It's what we do for a living. It is what we do for a living. <laughs> we've, we have a couple of businesses based all around outdoor weddings, which we've been doing for seven years, which is on top of everything we did before that. And um, we basically put everything we know down into a course for brides getting married called the planning sessions. And the planning sessions is £121 for all six modules, it's six parts, and we're giving module one away for free at the moment, aren't we? We are indeed. Why are you smiling? Let's make sure you got your prizes right then as well. I checked earlier. I checked earlier. He's just flashing numbers out. No, no, no. The planning sessions, and we talk about this quite a lot at the moment, because it is a labour of love for us. Well, it's not like it labour of love. I know the benefits to the couples getting married. It really has been designed with you guys in mind, because we know for a fact that... Well, it's such a minefield getting married. There's so much to consider. And a lot of you guys, especially you outside riders, are doing this for the first time by yourselves mm. without the use of potentially a wedding planner to help guide and steer you. So for you to go into this, if especially if you're not an event planner by trade, it's a lot to think about and a lot to make sure that you've got right. And if you don't get it right on the day, you know, there's no going back because you only get married on that one day. You can't yes. do a redo the next day. Although that'd be amazing, couldn't you? Just redo it for the entire weekend. Um, so the plan, whatever, right? Keep going. The planning sessions really does steer you into what kind of things you should be thinking about. As Alan said, we we we've broken it down to make sure that everything that we know in our heads as outdoor wedding planners and specialists, we 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 have given you the structure to make sure that these conversations are thinking you're thinking about in your head. So, for example, mm. um working with suppliers, working with contracts, what you should be looking for in your contracts when you're dealing with suppliers, thinking about access, thinking about finding the perfect location, what to do with bad weather and if things go wrong or things things change at last minute, how you can cope with that, putting things into an organisational structure that you are really ready to hit the ground running on the day of your wedding so that your your tribe, your squad, your your family, whoever's helping you, they know what they're doing on the day. We, um, we're, we're actually helping with a, a, a friend's wedding at the weekend. And we're, we're, we know this was only the introduction. And I we know, going, and I get passionate well, we, about it. We haven't it. done the third. I we'll get there in a minute to oh, the third okay. one. But really... Hope you're all, <laughs> all like, staying in tune with what It's making sure that you guys have the best framework to make sure that you don't miss a trick at all so no no i was just yeah yeah basically the whole course which we've we've put together for you guys which is all delivered like this over video and there's some worksheets and there's some blog posts and stuff in it each single section of course is broken down 
in the right chronological order for how you would be organising your outdoor wedding. So the first module, which is what we're talking about today, is all about getting your ship in order, getting your thoughts together, your feelings, your ideas about your wedding, getting your people together, get, getting um, your timeline together, thinking about when to engage with certain suppliers, all of that kind of structure that you need from the very beginning, which is not the boring stuff, but it's no, the practical, it's, it's, it's the yeah, practical it's, stuff that you have to get in place first before you can start with all the fun stuff, which is the planning of decorations. I've, I've got an analogy. Yep. So if you were going to build a boat, yep. module one is all about designing that boat and how you're going to do it and where you're going to get the stuff from and all these other Why bits. Why would you be designing a boat, Anna? Where's that? It's an analogy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Isn't that the point of an analogy? It's a random it. example that loosely you're fits a car, the example. That's it. Why would it be like a car? Because I, I think people are more likely to build a boat than they are a car. <laughs> it, right. If you've ever built a boat but not a Your car. I'm <laughs> just going to look. My eyes are... I, I'm sleeping well at the moment. Podcasters, it's fair to say, but if you're bored one day, Go come on, and find us on YouTube and you can see the size of the bags under Mine my eyes aren't any better. and how narrow they are. Mine aren't any better. I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't know why. I, I didn't even have a tough paper round. I had a pretty cushy paper. I only did the free paper on a Wednesday afternoon. I didn't do the early morning stuff. Anyhow, <laughs> so module one is that foundation to get you started. And we absolutely love the planning sessions and we can see real value in why you guys should be um, taking it on board and learning from us and everything if you're doing it by yourselves. So we thought... Sorry, just recap. We can see real value in our own course. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course we can. Because we want you to make sure that you have the best day ever because we love sharing your weddings at the end of this. We love um, seeing your photographs. We do, we, love putting we do. In the blog. All, all jokes apart, and we love it. We, we love it. We love it's it. It's our real passion it. and it's what we talk about literally from the time we wake up in the morning at half past four, five o'clock, depending on what time. Whatever, that time. might be time what I get up, you don't. <laughs> till, till the time we go to bed. We literally talk about it all day, every day. Yes. So module one is available for you for free because we're jolly nice people like Well, we that. thought the season was ramping up. Yeah. You know, there'd be people get, there will be couples who have gone, do you know what? Great Britain's quite nice when the sun's shining. And any other part of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget this is all over the world. You know, it's kind of like, it's quite nice outside. Why don't we have an outdoor Ooh. wedding? Where do we start? So we've had this conversation before. I wonder what the percentage of people who don't have an outdoor wedding is because they think it's, I'm, I'm, excuse the terminology, too complicated, don't know where to start, you know, mm. and, and any other version of, of those yeah, sorts of phrases. And, and I think there will be people like that. So that, that's why our course is here, because it's so rewarding having an outdoor wedding. It's hard work. It's, it's hard work. But ridiculously, it's, it's like, as I was going to say, I was going to use another really bad analogy. I won't bother. <laughs> but it, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. And that, that feeling of knowing you created, you've crafted this mm. wedding, this setup. Mm. Um, whether you've had help or not, it doesn't matter, because it would have come from your thought processes. Mm. And, and, you know, watching the sunset or or even or even on a beautiful day perhaps it's gently raining gently well, raining actually saying that <laughs> i'm just putting together tomorrow's blog actually which is going live the first thing in the morning and it's an elopement at um mystic beach in america so it's it's, it's a famous beach and the day of the of their it's an elopement it's just the two of them with their photographer and it's misty rain wet but the photographs are so insensational because at the end of it, they ran through a waterfall oh, nice. and they're just covered. For like, and 
I don't know if I'd have wanted to do yeah, that. Yeah, well, the thing is, they didn't really think about it. They were literally an hour before sunset and they had an hour's hike to get back from the beach back to their car through the forest. They didn't think how wet they were going to no. get when they ran through the waterfall. No. Well, they were already wet from the rain. No, okay, Anyhow, fair enough, yeah. you'll see the photos tomorrow if you go on to oh, the I look log. forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yes. So, yeah, so in order to get access to Module 1, all we get, are we going to put the link in this in this video as well? So I'm going to put the link on in the video mm -hmm. but i'm also going to put the link on the blog post that i yeah. i put asking experts on so there'll be that and you know you know what i can i can put it in um soundcloud and itunes as well so whether you're watching this on youtube listening uh through the blog post on soundcloud or itunes the link to module one for free will mm -hmm. be somewhere in the description and all you need to do to do that is to put your email address in and hit submit and then there'll be an email in your inbox with a link to confirm that subscription yeah. to the, the and with a, with a code for you to get your first module absolutely which is awesome we'd love to have you on board because i really do think anyone who's getting married really does need to have that little bit of structure to well it's free and it's free. Who doesn't like a freebie? Yeah, I like free stuff. Right. Um, so that was the introduction to the second thing we're talking <laughs> so about. So sorry. That was, uh, that was, we've been on 13 minutes and technically I still haven't introduced the three things. It's like um, eight out of 10 cats. By the time you've actually oh, got I halfway through it. the programme, it's like near the end credits. Okay. Thumbs up if you like eight out of 10 cats does count down. No, know. well, it does count down more than the actual eight out of mm. 10 cats. We, we quite like it. We quite like the stupidity. Anyway, sorry. The third thing we're going to talk about today is we are going to talk about laying out your outdoor wedding so once yeah. again uh the season is ramping up nice and gently and uh we know a lot of our supplier pals out there are working very hard already and so to help you and to help them we just thought we'd talk a little bit about layouts we're not going to go into masses of detail mm -hmm. unless anyone has a specific question um but we are just going to talk about it yeah. a bit especially if and i use the example of a farmer's field as your event you okay there alan just, yeah. just checking out your phone yep mm -hmm. um when you have such a large it's, it's, there, there are two sides to it you can either have a very um specific sized area that you're getting married it might be a a garden it might be a back garden it might be a manor house type with it with their outdoor space and you have a very limited amount of space to deal with or you could be the other end of the spectrum where you've got a farmer's field or a forest and you've got so much yeah. space that you don't know what to do with now the temptation on that side is to try and fill it as much as you can with so much stuff because you don't want to feel too um exposed i suppose exposed, and you want or sparse sparse spartan Spartan, sparse, Spartan, that sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so too have an early night after this. No, got stuff to do. But it's making sure that you actually you don't need to go overboard with ramming stuff into that space because it will um, things get lost in translation and actually keeping people in one part of the one area, for example. Um, with your marquee or a teepee and stuff around you is actually quite nice because then you have a vista to look at. You have a really nice view. You like the word vista. I did. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, just enjoying that as a view rather than trying to feel it because otherwise you'll literally just lose everything. You'll have a, a van over there. You might have a, a, a chill out space over there. You might have games over there and it will just yeah. be too bitty. It's like almost think about it as kind of like, um, why am I coming up with rubbish analogies? It's relevant though. It's like a campfire circle, like a circle, and you just want things slowly building off of that yeah. rather than spread out here, there, and everywhere because you're not trying to create. It's not Sim City. You're trying to create a city. You're just trying to create a hub of enjoyment and fun and love and happiness. Yeah. And and what was the other thing I was going to say? I was going to actually. 
No, sorry, I'll, I'll let you carry on. Okay. No, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> so things to consider when you're choosing how to lay things out for your wedding. Um, number one, consider your access points to your location. Yeah, it's a definitely. massive one because um, it's going to be the sunniest day of your life. It's going to be amazingly sunny and brilliant. We only have sun on outdoor weddings. Of course we do, of course we do. But if you have to implement um, plan B on the day due to a wet weather plan or things like that because it's, it's, it's changed, then you don't really want to be the other side of your location away from the access gate if you've got to get vehicles in you've got to get suppliers in you've got to get people in people don't want to always and traipse over muddy sort of no. puddles and stuff so think about making sure that wherever you situate yourself making sure that you're quite fairly close to either hard standing or the access gate um just so people can get on and off easily because the worst thing in the world would be to get all your cars on to then find that you've got to get 50 cars off towed by a tractor or, mm. or someone else with it a, does a happen, land rover it? it's not not great is it no no so next tips for that for well what i thought i would do is jump to inside the tent and we actually talked about this probably about a month ago now mm -hmm. for one of our brides who asked this actual question but um and, and i think it's, it's it's so important and if it's one of those things always if you don't think about it then you, you're just not gonna mm -hmm. it's not gonna enter your head but when you're laying out your structure in your head table i always say think about what you want as the the couple getting married um what you want to see and look at when you're on your head table so if you if you've got a marquee with nice big panorama windows then what you actually probably want because ultimately it's up to you is your table the furthest side away from the panorama windows looking out and then you would angle your marquee in those windows at what you want to see yeah. so there's a vineyard up the road from us which we think is beautiful and um one of the places they used to have marquees in a couple of places and one of the places they used to have it is right down at the bottom of the vines and it was probably only i don't know a meter from the edge of the marquee to the vines um but it was stunning and so you would always make sure that wall was panoramas you'd make sure the back half was plain lights yeah and then behind that would be what we always call your working, working area and then the table looked out and then in the evening as dusk fell um that they have lights along the vines and it looked stunning and then your guests are then scattered they're looking at you they're looking out the window and then at the other end of the marquee you know you have your your dance area mm -hmm. canapes whatever you want to do in your bar to keep them in those two separate areas and what alan just said about the the working in is really important as well because it doesn't matter what you're having or what you're doing what style if you're having a structure you're not having a structure if you're, yeah. if you're having um catering on site you're having um street view vans coming in you'll always have a working side of something on yeah. your on your side or, or let, let's call it something else the the stuff you don't want in a picture there are things like generators yeah, there are toilet blocks you might have a shower block if yeah. you're having a festival toilet, toilet blocks are a funny one these days especially when you can get so many fancy ones that are all styled and part of the decor anyway but still no one really wants your loo block in all your photographs right at the very front so unless you've got absolutely one of those gorgeous like steampunk type yeah. themed ones so think about Access to your toilets is another one because yes, you might want them further away from from your prettiness, but think about great auntie Flo who might have mobility issues and wanting to get back and forth to the toilet um, during the speeches and that kind of stuff. So making sure that's not too far away, making sure that the power source is close enough to yeah. whatever's being um, powered, and if things you know Plan B has to be put in place, maybe this happens to the generator. You want that to be quite close that you can go and grab that and source that out straight away. Um, making sure that cabling um, from that generator, if you're using a generator, isn't too far apart. We discussed this a few weeks weeks back when we were talking about um, 
getting one or two generators for your event because of the size and, size and scale of your event for the weekend. Um, if you've got one generator powering your entire field and you've got um, a marquee, you've got lighting, you've got a, a street food over there, you've got this over there, you've got a band over there and it's all spread out. Think about your cabling and where you're going to be powering things and how to get power to those locations. So really think about where you put things on your on, on your map as you're, as you're drawing it and planning it out is mm. a really big one. I, I would say um, on that, actually, it's probably worth always speaking to your structure company because your structure company... It, Right. I, this is alien for the majority of people in Great Britain. I apologise if you're doing a disservice, but we don't trust people generally we're giving money to to provide us with a service. I think that's unfortunately fair to say. We try our hardest to not do that because we understand it, but it does happen. Right? It's just built into us as British people. I don't know why. So don't do it, everyone. Um, and if you don't do it, then I apologise to the nation. Perhaps it is just us. However, work with them chances are they will happily work with you and if you go well i need this 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 and this they may go oh well we'll put a door in there for you because that's what they will do or or they go well why don't we angle it like this because that will work better or why don't you have the bar here based on what you're telling me mr couple getting married mrs couple get married because that will work better so it is worth when you have a site visit you hopefully always have a site visit with your main structure provider if you're having one right your venue because it's the same sort of conversation and work with them so they can understand what you're going to do and what you're having so they can make give share their their expertise because ultimately they're the subject and matter I, experts. I, I think that goes across all of your supply, main yeah. supply. You, you don't need to get your dance floor companies to come in and see the spot in which no, no, they're going to be. But if you have any kind of um, supplies whatsoever, your food people, for example, might want to know about your bar company because sometimes they can cross and work together. As long as everybody knows your big picture of what you're intending for your day, it's much easier for people to get some understanding of your needs. They might, put, like Alan just said, extra suggestions in. Um, your bar company might offer to do, get the glass higher. Um, mm. They wouldn't do that anyway, but um, the catering company might offer to do, if you're having your own bar, might be able to help you with... Um, bar stuff for the evening we yeah, that for yeah, our it's wedding. always worth um, chat. chat through what you're doing chat through what you need chat through what other things are going on because you might also find that uh, a particular kind of caterer can't be next to something else you know there are lots of things let them know your plan mm. what you're putting on 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 the ground because they might have some little nuggets of information yeah. don't forget wedding suppliers are that they work on weddings they do this weekend after weekend after weekend although this is the first time you're doing it hopefully <laughs> this is hopefully we say that because obviously some no, people, not hopefully. No. Um, that's the wrong word. I apologise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not hopefully, but you know, this could be the first time you're doing things. Therefore, um, just use their expertise. They, they, it, this might be brand new to you, but they, they probably have seen something similar to it at, mm. at, at one point. They, they, they know what they're doing. So just speak to them about what, yes. what you need. Right. I think that's okay for that. As always, any actual, um, actual, any specific question, <laughs> oh detail, God. feel free. Apologies, everyone. I don't know why we're not with it, but um, any uh, specific questions or detail you would like, feel free to ask in the group, feel Absolutely. free to ask us on live here. Um, or it's like I say, we cover everything in the planning session. And we are off to part two of our awesome friend's wedding this weekend. Yes, we are. So we had part one last week, which was nice. It was child free for us. Um, um, we had um, a registry office followed by a lovely lunchtime meal. I always smile when we say things like child free, but I absolutely just miss them to bits. Anyway, keep going. I don't be a meal from anyway, start to finish. No, um, that was nice. And <laughs> um, we had a lovely meal. And without then, snot on my shoulder. 
we are part two on Saturday. So we are helping with the setup in the morning. Mm. Um, we are getting ready, getting our glad rags on, and we are at uh, somewhere in the new forest in the afternoon. Having our lovely yes, we are. <laughs> so let's just go back to our competition. So, yeah, the, the, Dors <laughs> the Dorset <laughs> wedding. Don't, well. Don't give it away yet. Brrr, go. The Dorset Wedding Festival is an awesome... <sighs> That's the cloud, the crowd, I can't... The crowds, crowds going wild. The clouds, what? crowds going wild. Podcasters right event. now are going, my ears are burning. No, the podcasters are going, wow, have they got a massive crowd clapping with them? The Dorset Wedding no, Festival... No, it was just me, podcasters. Um, ...has been running for several years now. It is an amazing um, wedding festival event. So it runs for the entire day where... Is there a plethora of suppliers there? Oh, there are a plethora of suppliers there. All outdoors, all, um, we've got street food there, there are tents there, there are florists there, there are outdoor bar companies there, there's going to be live music throughout the day, there's going to be food there, there's going to be everything yeah. going on. And it's run by South Coast Events and Sam Savage, uh, the lovely organiser, does a sterling job every single year. We're actually going to go down, aren't we? We are, we're going to we're, go We're not down. exhibiting, but nope. we are going to go down for a little bit of a nose. Yep, take some pictures, like to go do some videos. Um, yeah, and what, what I was going to say is I've seen a vast amount of chat in a lot of the Facebook wedding groups at the moment about wedding fairs. And I think it's fair to say there is a lot of, um, shall I go with peaks and troughs or rough and smooth? Rough and smooth. There's a lot of rough and smooth with wedding fairs at the moment. Mm. Um, trying to, and we've chat, been chatting to a few suppliers. We're trying to work out exactly what's going on, what's changing, what's evolving. But what we do know about the Dorset Wedding, Fest, wedding Festival, that, that uh, exactly like a lot of the more established, long-running wedding fairs, because they are long-running, they've got, a fantastic quality suppliers who are turning mm. up to them because they know uh, their reputation, they know yeah. they're trustworthy and they're turning up there. Now, I'm not saying all the rest aren't no, any no, no, of no, that, no. but there clearly seems to be some kind of challenge in the wedding fair world at the moment, but these long-established ones like the Dor Dorset Wedding Festival. It's because they get to handpick their suppliers a little bit more because they want to have the best of the best at their events. So, like the one I went to last weekend, at, um, the Bridal Bazaar UK one, um, where was it? Northington last week. That was again. Mm. It was. It's a long-established business. They have the cream of the crop. So well, it allows them to. I don't even know if it's cream of the crops, the right phrase, but but it allows them to to you know craft work on their craft and and yeah. then be able to deliver it. So if you've done it seven years in a row, you, you you've learned it. Or if you're doing your first wedding fair, then there may be something you haven't quite taken into consideration. What, I mean, what I'm really liking about the ones that we've been to recently and the one we're going we're talking about today is the fact that it's just not just your standard table in a hall with a white tablecloth with someone standing with a leaflet trying to bat you. But they, no, but they have their place. No, no, they do have yeah, their place. Yeah. But they, I, I have found them as a bride myself at one point, find them not, they're just quite, um, not scary, that's the wrong word, but when, when you're not good with confrontation or talking to someone new. Well, then it also depends on why you're at the wedding fairs, haven't we? We've yeah. discussed this before, that we reckon there's two or three different yeah. types of bride who are there. But what the, these types of wedding fairs that we've been going to recently have been showing is they, they are more of a showcase of their expertise and mm. what they can do, and they are examples of table styling and, and bars in situ and music being played, and it's not just a white table with someone giving a leaflet wanting to talk to you around all their information you can yeah. see it it's and a bit get, of get a, a feel. see and feel isn't yeah, it see you get that feel. whole 
experience yeah, of what yeah, that yeah. person's about and yeah, I really yeah. enjoy that so if you are finding things like that do give them a go because it's nice to see really what that supply can do in, in a short yes so that's the Dorset Wedding Festival we're giving away a couple of tickets we're going to launch that competition at Asta la Manana tomorrow for anyone who's not fluent Spanish like well I'm not fluent Spanish um, yeah so we're going to launch that tomorrow morning and we will please come and say hello if you see us there oh. uh, that one we, we had that don't we now bizarrely we've been in wedding fairs and people have said hello it's a bit bizarre but there we go but please do um yes. And yeah and do make sure that you sign up to module one of the planning sessions it's you free. can't hurt it's free and if you learn something and you want to learn more then you can obviously look at the other yes. five modules after that but there is no time module one's just there for you for yes so um link to the competition when we launch it tomorrow i'll go back in and put it retrospectively because uh, this goes out obviously now and then post goes out tomorrow morning but we will link to the competition in here i will link to dorset wedding festival so if you don't want to enter the competition or you don't win mm -hmm. then you can just go down and have a look i'll link to them uh, what else have we talked about layouts layouts can't link to layouts um, but I will link to getting module one for free because it's a separate page on the website. Um, you should be able to find it, but if you can't, it, we'll, we'll link to that. On that note, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Hopefully less tired than we are this well, week. Well, I, I didn't think we were tired when we started, but it seems to have, as we've gone on, we've 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 got right. our words wrong and everything. Podcasters, bye. thank you for listening. No, I'm not saying bye, bye yet. Podcasters, thank you for listening. <laughs> YouTubers, thank you for watching. And everyone else, thank you very much. Like us, subscribe us, comment, reviews and all the fab stuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm so sorry if anyone just noticed that. Bye. Bye.